Hello everyone, this is Melvin Dave once again. Welcome to another episode of the Over Caffeine Podcast, a podcast where I talk about my experience as a young artist and creative entrepreneur for the kids like me who wants to pursue the same things as well. This show is for creatives, visionaries, go-getters who are passionate enough that they will not let anyone stop them from chasing their dreams. So that's a very cliche intro. Oh, man. And it's been a while since I actually made a podcast episode. I realized ko lang na the podcast has been running for almost two years and the only episodes I've ever made ever since it started is around only six episodes. So I'm sorry for that. And today I'm going to talk about a very special topic in my heart that I've been working on for years now. And one of my dreams when I was young, um, it's my solo exhibit shows or solo art exhibit shows. Some of you guys may know me as a music video director or someone who makes videos. And I always tell this in my school talks, but the core of my entire business and art is that my love for telling stories. I love to tell stories, definitely. Um, it's something that my parents have told me ever since I was young. Na laging napapagitan sa school kasi daming kwento, ganun. And it's something that my high school friends told me back then that I never really run out of stories to tell to my closest friends. That's why I try a lot of new creative ways on how to tell stories. And one of them is making music videos, making art. Anything that you can think of, I try to tell stories on that platform as much as I can. So, as you may guys notice, this episode has been running for two years. And first time magkaroon ng video format niya. First time magkaroon ng ganitong chapter or ng ganitong episode. So, I apologize for that. Um, I'm trying a lot of new things this year, and one of it is making a full-form video out of this podcast episode. So, is my mic still working? Yep, my mic is still working. Yum, kailangan ko siyang ilapit. So, a little background about me. Um, I started to learn Photoshop before Premiere Pro. And Photoshop doesn't really require any much computer power when you're only doing basic editing. That's why it's the only thing I can do back then when my computer is still old. Like for seven years ago, my computer was already okay, an Intel 1992 chip that loads Photoshop CS6 in 15 minutes. It takes 15 minutes to start up. Adobe Photoshop CS6 in that computer. So that's how old it is. But it can handle Photoshop really, really well. So yeah, that was that's a little background. That's why I started using Photoshop ever since I was young. And yung first ever hobby ko sa Adobe Creative Suite. And when I was also when I was also young growing up, um, I had a lot of hobbies during my childhood, like tinkering around PCB boards, soldering boards, soldering iron, making broken speakers work. Then eventually, I tried to code for a while, maybe around three to four summers. Then I tried Photoshop for the first time when I was around 12 or 13. Um, I started trying to learn how to code at the age of 9 to 11 or 12, I guess. Then I tried to learn Photoshop because I have to use PNG or I have to convert PNG photos in order for them to load sa websites na ko back then. So I tried learning Photoshop. Then it was like love at first sight. Para siyang, okay, iba na yung mahal ko. Ganun. Wow. So yun, that's a little background about me. So in general, I have almost 10 years of Photoshop experience. So yun. When I was starting to splurge and geek around Photoshop, it has became a subtle dream of mine. And somehow a dream at the back of my mind always up until lately na... 
I want I need to have an art exhibit one day. It was always at the back of my mind. Like it's always at the back of my head for the longest time. What it feels like to have an art exhibit and see all of the people you love enjoying their time there. Na seeing them in the same place, nag-uusap, tinitingnan yung art mo. That's something I really dreamt of when I was young. And I never really had the courage to join exhibits because there's not much anyone putting solo digital art shows. I also had no hero to, refer- to reference and someone to look up to, especially here in the Philippines where most galleries only accept traditional art. And I guess that's one thing that has shifted in the industry as the years go by. People are already starting to treat digital art like how they value traditional art. And definitely, NFT and crypto has a lot to do with this shift in mindset this past two years. And I first heard of NFT around October of 2020. It wasn't a big of a deal yet back then. Not until Beeple, a famous digital artist, made millions with his work. Then the NFT art started blowing up. Um, I think Beeple, Beeple made around $8 or $12 million in his first 5,000 days artwork. It's an artwork now in OpenSea. Seeing all of this happen in the US gave me the confidence and somewhat a solid ground to stand on, like a floor that I could really, really set my foot on, which was the blockchain, to pursue selling digital artworks. It's a habit of mine to touch or create something every day. May it be a Photoshop project, a Premiere Pro project, or write at least something for today, as long as I don't stop telling stories every day. It's... No matter how bad the day is or no matter how bad the art I put out this day, as long as I didn't stop, it's something that's innate with me ever since I was young. It's like how athletes pledged to at least shoot 10 to 100 free throws per day. That's how I consider my art ever since I was young. I always try to at least do something, do something, do something. May it be small, may it be just a project that I can do in 5 minutes as long as I made something today. I'm good. And I think they call that the art of daily practice if I'm not wrong. Additionally, what inspired me to pursue and embrace my art fully is my hero Virgil Abloh who paved the way for young creatives like me with the same background as his, like skateboards, t-shirts, heavy graphic hoodies, hip-hop music, to pursue making art and putting it in the center stage. His debut at Louis Vuitton gave me the idea to disrupt my own lane and be my own competition, which is digital art solo exhibits, which was very rare here in the Philippines and I guess around the world up to this day. Being the first in something requires us to take risks that no one has ever taken yet in the past, no reference point to begin with, and no one to ask specific advice from. So because of this, I had a lot of things to do on my own for the very first time, with no guidance and no mentors. I know that most galleries here in the Philippines don't entertain digital artists. That's why I've decided to go fully independent or to go fully in that independent route. And what do I mean by the independent route? In the art world, usually it's the art galleries and curators that sell your pieces to to interested buyers. They get a percentage of that painting and that's already their profit. When I decided to put up 001, I already had two problems. Um, One is just... I'm a starting artist too. I may have made I may have made small waves in the music video industry, but in the fine art world, I'm just a nobody. Additionally, I'm a, I'm not a traditional artist, so that this makes everything a lot more complicated. Like it's 
double kill ika ha, or triple kill. So, I've came up with a plan to pull this off in the independent route. What do I mean by the independent route again? I stole this idea from the music industry where independent artists putting out their own music on their own, they're the ones doing everything from actually making the music itself to marketing it, to putting up shows for it, to putting up merch for it, etc, etc. And I copied this style and applied it to my art. So at first, I tried to ask galleries if they would let me rent their space for an exhibit. Most galleries here in the Philippines don't offer this because they curate the artists they want to show on their spaces. And most of them are leaning towards the percentage route in every piece sold. So I absolutely junked the idea of reaching out to big galleries. Then I started planning my first fully independent solo exhibit. My event organizing skills is something that I learned from my mentor, Dog Brock, while working with him in TMP for the last three years. The first thing you need to secure in every event is your venue. This is also something I learned from him and Ate Nicole. Shoutouts to them. In my first exhibit, choosing the venue location is both a strategic and artistic direction. I ask for help to Kuya Dog in reaching out to my prospective venue, Stockroom. Shoutouts to Kuya Mong Feliciano, another great artist. And Stockroom is located strategically in between the art street of Makati, which was Bangkal, which is Bangkal. Around that perimeter, there are three or four galleries that are placed there. So having a show in that street na may three to four art galleries is already a message in the world that Melvin Davis arrived. Second thing that I secured for the exhibit is the manufacturing of the artwork and frames. Luckily, there are a lot of print shops around Manila that offers framing and printing. So this is already early for everyone. Na something that you can already remove in your to-do list. Since you can find it easily, kahit search nyo na lang sa marketplace, um, printing and framing. Third problem I had during Exhibit 1 is how do I invite people to the exhibit? This is where social media really helped me out. You see, growing up, I already had a habit of adding people on my personal Facebook account that I feel in the same path as I am. I'm not sure if it was luck, but most of the connections I have now are mostly because I added them before they became successful. Most of the network that I have now are... Some strangers I added 4 to 6 years ago that are in the same industry as I am. We all watch our careers grow um, from afar. We are all fan of each and everybody's work. Parang yung circle namin ngayon, fan kami ng isa't isa growing up. And some of them are still my best friends up to this date. Shoutouts to everyone that I've met online, my internet friends. And that's why consistent posting schedule on my social media account is something that I implement. This is for this is for potential clients, collaborators, and investors to see what I'm up to and eventually convert them into fans or customers. That is why every exhibit, I try to put out as many content and posts as possible so that everyone is aware that I'm having a show. At first, I was skeptical about this, but it's one thing that I noticed during the first exhibit. Na most of my friends, um, di man sila nakapunta lahat, but they invited people to come and visit my show. I've met gallery owners and personalities in my exhibit that I wasn't really expecting to be there. The only reason why they were there is that they saw my exhibit posts and some of the posts that were shared by my friends. Or some of them got invited by on my online friends na talagang in-invite lang sila for them to go. So yeah, one tip that I leave you is that you don't really know who's out there watching your work. 
na you don't really know who's out there seeing your work. So just keep on creating, keep on improving yourself, keep on improving your art because one day you'll never know who will come out to that door or who will be your next client. So yeah, on the business side of things, I know that putting up an exhibit is going to be expensive. That is why I try to think of ways on selling stuff other than my artworks. To consider the small costs like staffing, drinks, and the day-to-day overhead cost of the exhibit, considering that it, it is expensive to go to Makati from Quezon City, my home, here, the merch and all the other small items really help me cover the costs, the small costs that comes with putting up an exhibit. So, what is Exhibit 1 all about? Exhibit 1 or instant gratification for me right now, looking back, is a story of how I'm trying to fit myself in this new world that I'm in. It's a story of my teenage angst combined with my early hardships while starting my career. That's why most of the pieces in that exhibit are dark. Most of them are pieces I made back in 2019 when I was still trying to figure things out. Um, And in the middle of 2020, that two to three years of my life or that one to two years of my life was one of the most tiring, existential, yet fulfilling years despite me being always in a rush, trying to chase deadlines, trying to please many clients. Yep. <laughs> My experience during the first exhibit was pure joy. It's like finally getting a yes from a girl that you've been pursuing for a long time. That's why my heart is full of joy during my first days in Makati at that time. Also, what I feel during that day is I guess what nude models are feeling the first time they get hired for an art class or became a subject for an art class. I felt naked during the first day since all of my thoughts and pieces in that exhibit um, was the first time. Parang first time ko siyang i-reveal sa public. Was my, it's, it's the first time that I really showed myself into the public. Yeah, yun din siya. Parang it's like the feeling of a nude model being aware of the art students seeing his or her imperfections for the first time. It's like letting my friends see the scars that they've been trying to hide for years. So that's what Exhibit 001 felt. For Exhibit 002, this is something that I've been working on as well during the days that I was planning 001. I tried to finish this project fast so that I can put out two exhibits last year. But I guess God didn't want me to go to that route. And when 2022 came, I now know why. I experienced a lot of things this year, both good and the bad. This year is where I first got the chance to travel the country around the Philippines. My first time riding a plane. My first time working with the big artists in the industry. And this is also the year that I graduated college. If you guys don't know, but I feel ko alam naman. Aside from that, on the other side of the coin, this is where my mental health really crashed so hard. My burnout this year is a lot more intense and hard than my burnouts in the past. And to the point that I already asked for help. That's why I really took the chance to reflect and take a break after my graduation. And that is when I was diagnosed with depression and anxiety a week just after my graduation or maybe five days after my graduation I was diagnosed with depression and anxiety this experience is new to me since I finally got to the point that I'm able to point out triggers and I have my toxic traits 
clear became clear to me that I wasn't aware before when I didn't know that I have depression. It was like wearing prescription glasses for the first time. So this year, um, I learned to slow down, enjoy the ride, and really trust the process. I'm still not yet in that perfect calm state of mind. I still catch myself putting me in toxic work situations that I use to cover up what I really feel. This is the first year that I decided to face these traumas and challenges head first. That's why, in my opinion, Exhibit 002 is my best work so far. This has been the most vulnerable art I made in my entire life. And that's why I invited all of my closest friends to the opening night because I really want to be with them as I open this up to the entire world. On the business side of things, Exhibit 002 is a lot more expensive than one since I wanted to make sure that this one will be better than the first as usual compared to the first one where I only had two pizzas for food on the first day. This year, I decided to book a catering service to really make my guests feel happy. And here are the additional expenses I had this year that I didn't have last year. Last year, kasi my venue, my transportation, my printing costs, etc. In this year, meron pa rin namang ganun. May ganun pa rin expenses and travel costs, etc. Transporting, egress, egress. This year, um, what's changed is that meron ng catering service. Security since I'll be expecting a lot of VIPs this year compared to last year since mas planado yung execution ngayon. Bigger venue to cater a bigger crowd. DJ sets for an entire day since last year. I only played Spotify playlist <laughs> sa first show. Five, a lot more drinks since based on my observation and asking around, exhibits usually have a lot of alcohol in their menu. I don't know why, but yeah. Number six, invitation cards. For the first day, since I already had owners from my first exhibit, I already have art or NFT owners of my first pieces. So I wanted to invite them all. That's why I made invitations this year. Seven, different payment methods and crypto wallets. Last year, kasi a lot of buyers wanted to buy from me, but they have a different wallet compared to mine, which was OpenSea, yung platform code. Some of them wanted to buy in Binance. Kaya this year, I'm opening up a new payment method and wallet transfers to cater more art buyers. This is a snapshot of my current phase in life where I learned to finally accept and forgive myself for my flaws that I've been trying to hide for years. Something I can look back in the future and thank God that I took the risk. To wrap it up, this new episode, other than promoting the second exhibit, is for everyone or for all the next creatives out there to serve as a guide. If they're planning out to put up a show or a solo art show in the future, you can use my blueprint and improve it into something better. After all, my vision in life is to achieve the things for the kids like me and for the kids like us. So if you're interested and you know someone who's interested, I'm inviting everyone to come and visit my exhibit this August 23 to 29 in 395 Adela Street, San Miguel, Manila City. Also known as Backroom Creative Space. You can search them on IG. Shoutouts to everyone in Backroom. It would be nice for me to meet the podcast listeners and online friends there. I hope I see you all guys there. And I hope this episode is able to help yung mga gusto mag-put out ng exhibits one day na digital artists na dati kala nila hindi pwede. Pero ngayon, I'm here trying to prove na pwede siyang gawin. It's possible that you can put solo exhibit shows kahit na digital artist ka and in this country na 
very traditional. I hope this serves as a guide and inspiration somehow. So that's it. This has been another episode of Over Caffeine Podcast. See you all on August 23 to 29 in Manila. And I hope I'll see you guys in the next one. Peace. See ya.